The Colossal Tussle Podcast, episode 17, a podcast of terror and soft oils. It is I, I, <laughs> Nature Boy, KJ Johnson, and the Canadian Dream, like Just John. How's it going, buddy? I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. <laughs> what was that intro? It was, a, it was a podcast of terror and soft oils. Oh, suspense. I thought you lost your mind for a second. (laughs) (laughs) Lost my damn marbles. How are you, buddy? I'm all right. I'm Mm -hmm. all right. We had a a wicked week. Had a great week. Why do you lie to these people? I had a great week. (laughs) Maybe you had a shit week. What were you doing? (laughs) I was doing just fine. We had a great week. And now, after having Saturday night's main event in our rear view mirror, we are moving on to the old... WCW. That's a little change. Changes <laughs> put. WCW. <laughs> What's that? That's how people talked down south no, back no, then. No, they didn't. That's how they talked about WCW. Uh, yeah, a little change of 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 uh, changing things up a little bit. Absolutely. You know, yeah. uh, a lot of weeks with WWE. Let's go. A- Show some WCW love. Yes, know? yes. Are you NWO fans out there? NWO, mm-hmm. WCW fans, mm-hmm. Four Horsemen fans. I've had a lot of people coming to me online. Thank you very much, uh, gentle listeners, for getting back <laughs> to me, for commenting and 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 giving us some love and some praise. And many people have been looking quite forward to WCW and the storyline that we are about to embark on. Yep. Piper, yes. Piper Hogan. Mm-hmm, Piper mm-hmm. Hogan. Starting first with Halloween Havoc 96. Mm-hmm. All right. Let me ask you something. All right. Did you watch any of the WCW Nitros? Did you get yourself at all anywhere deep in 1996? No, because I'm going to start with this pay-per-view uh-huh. and then continue the stories from there beautiful yeah beautiful which wasn't the smartest thing because i was a bit lost at times <laughs> but you know i'm i'm here for the ride i feel you i the ride. feel you all right and uh and how are you how are you enjoying life and in, in current day wrestling uh it's been it's been kind of slow mm-hmm. it's been kind of slow the last couple weeks again everyone's injured mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. it's not much really going on AW still has a far, is still, you know, months away from their next pay-per-view. Right, right. WWE, you know, they're doing their whole Brock and Roman thing, so everyone just kind of checked out on that. Indeed, <laughs> yeah. indeed. Yeah, so it's been, it's been kind of slow. How are you feeling about SummerSlam? Because that is being headlined <laughs> by Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar in the Last Man Standing Affair. Um, SummerSlam is basically... WrestleMania, yeah, with like just a little tweaks, like mm-hmm. little tweaks here and there, but you know, not not super excited, yeah. But you know, again, the fucking what can you expect? There's mm-hmm. nothing, nothing else going on. So <laughs> at least we get to see the Usos and Street Profits again, right? Yeah. Right. We get Becky and Belair a la deux. Isn't right. it like the fourth time already? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> So it's like the fourth time that they faced. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, them, Roman and, and Brock. Yeah. Uh, 
Who else is on that card? Uh, I think that's all that's been that's been announced yeah, so I think far. They have, gonna, I think they have something with I'll, Logan uh, Paul the, and then Theory, the Miz. theory and, and Lashley. I think are yeah, have another Lashley's match. for yeah. the for the title. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Miz and Paul. Yeah. yeah. How do you feel about Logan Paul coming back into the fold, <laughs> being, a, being a big face? Uh, I don't know why they would change him. Like he's mm. such a natural like person to hate. Yeah. That yeah. just doesn't make sense why you would want to force people to cheer him. So, mm-hmm. um, they're gonna do it. They're gonna try. They're gonna try. <laughs> so they're, they're, they have Miz, and they gave him Champa, and you know mm-hmm. when when they give Miz something to do, he always he always tries uh, tries his best. But this is gonna be a tough ask. Yeah. This is because people hate Logan. <laughs> <laughs> So it's going to be a very tough ask. Yeah, it seems like a silly thing to do. Seems very like a silly, silly thing to attempt. Especially with a guy that doesn't have like that much wrestling experience. Making him a heel, mm-hmm. you know, his moveset can be a little bit uh, more sloppy and stuff like that. Yeah. When you're a baby face, you, you can't do... Smooth. Yeah, so... Gotta be crisp. Yeah. yeah. So it's going to be a, a interesting watch. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say SummerSlam is going to be fun, but it's going to be interesting yes. to see what direction they go with all this indeed mm. and here's the big thing oh boy. got to talk about the elephants in the room oh no sex scandal <laughs> <laughs> hush money yeah yeah yep. millions and millions of dollars yep primetime player style <laughs> vince mcmahon and his hoardiness getting the better of him. yeah mm-hmm do you think that he's going to step down from WWE? Are these allegations becoming too much for the old man to handle? Um, I, I want to say he won't just because you know how, how Vince is. But when you have a like when you're, you're a publicly traded company mm-hmm. and you have a fucking board of directors and, yes. you know, I think they're going to probably force him to, to step down. I don't <laughs> think it's in his, you know, he doesn't have a choice here. And, you know, they they announced a whole new list of people that that, that came out with yeah. more allegations. So now the number's up to, like, what, like 15 people? <laughs> Shit. So, uh, and one of his top executives fucking quit the same day that yeah. that, that list came out. So it's, uh-huh. it's not looking good. It's a sketchy time. It's not looking great. It's a sketchy time. So I think they, they might, by the... By the time the year ends, they might give him Is a boot. this what takes him down? Yep. Wow. The, the company that we're about to review couldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah, couldn't do it. But some hush yeah. money is yeah. about to kick his some ass. hush money. Yeah. <laughs> is about to put him down. Yep. Here's my thing. If he, if he does stick around, what damage does that do? None. Right? None at all. Like, like if he just... If he just says, yeah, yeah, I did this. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, the second that music hits, people are just going to forget all about it. Yeah. 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 But I mean, like even stock wise or sponsorship wise, like does that, does it impact at all uh, if he sticks around? No. Cause again, he's not like, this isn't like back in the days. He's not like on TV or anything. Yeah. Like there's probably going to be some companies that might want to take like the moral high ground and be like, oh, we don't want to do. Yeah. business but i feel like most 
don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. They don't care. Yeah. No, they're not going to care. It seems not like the, 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 the I, I don't even know what it is. Is it the New Yorker or the New York Times? Uh, New York or? Times, yeah. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. Well, they're trying everything they can to put it's this not, man down. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, the stock hasn't moved a fucking inch. They mm-hmm. are, you know, they're golden. Right? Yeah, they're still yeah. good. Like, I feel like nothing has been impacted as much as, no. as, much as uh, it, it probably should be. <laughs> Seeing as this man is an absolute sleazeball. Listen, if um, you if you watch the product, the the advertisements are still there. Yeah. You know, still primetime on USA Network. Yeah. So, Haven't been kicked off. Yeah, Fox. Fox is loving know. it. <laughs> <laughs> Numbers are doing fine. So it's like, I don't, I don't see, yeah. you know. And even the two times he did come out, people cheered the fuck out of him. So it's like... <laughs> Not not a lot of motivation for companies to back out. Here. Right? <laughs> yeah, it's a weird time. Very it's a weird very, time. Very weird. But uh, do you want him to step down? That's a big question entirely. That's a completely different animal. Do you want Vince McMahon to step down? Because theoretically, the people that would take their place, yeah, his place, Stephanie, Triple H, perhaps yep. Shawn Michaels at yep. the helm, yep. his yep. right hand yep. man. Like, but then there's gonna be a Bruce Pritchard. There's gonna be a Nick Khan lurking in the shadows. <laughs> but do you want, in your heart of hearts, Vince McMahon to step away from the WWE? I've wanted him to step away for like the last ten years. Wow. <laughs> yeah. But you do bring up a good point because even though if he steps down, we get. Stephanie, we get Triple H, we get their whole crew of 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 of, yeah. of people. I would imagine. Yeah, yes. hopefully, right? Yeah. But you do bring up a good point. No Vince to to at the at the top. Yeah, that leaves it wide open for a guy like Nick Khan to 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 push the sale button. Yeah. you know, right? So it's, it's it's very they're in a very weird place right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're in a very, very weird place with the allegations, with the product kind of getting stale, but then in the business side, mm-hmm. everything's still going <laughs> fucking great. Making money. So it's, wrestling's in a weird place right now. It is. Very you know, strange. Very, very strange. Very, very strange. <laughs> so that's why I'm looking forward to getting in that DeLorean. Oh my God. Are you setting us up? Yeah, 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 you do know it. it. Do you it. know it. Getting in the DeLorean. We're getting in the DeLorean, baby. <laughs> and we're heading back to 1996 Ow! for Halloween Ow! Havoc. Ow! Havoc, nineteen ninety six. Yep. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um. So here, here we go. All right, yes. we're gonna we're gonna move into it slowly now. Wait, 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 wait. We've got a lot of admin to cover. Wait. Uh huh. What about the numbers? We're gonna get to the numbers. Oh, okay. I, I was worried for numbers. a second. But we have to ease ourselves. And nine one one on speed dial just now, buddy. I know. I was Don't having a stroke. Me. I was having a stroke. <laughs> 
scare me like that. Oh, I got to tease them a little. Like I said, you know, I got tickle, got to tickle the scrooge. <laughs> but here we go. Okay, so but now we're starting here at Halloween Havoc '96. Yes, because we are covering Hollywood Hogan. We are covering Hulk Hogan versus Roddy Piper round. Duh. Mm-hmm. All right. The reason that I wanted to to dive into this timeline is for a lot of different reasons. Because, I mean, one, I feel that this storyline is quite underrated. Okay. It becomes a train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> but at the beginning, I think that it's actually quite an underrated feud. Okay, okay. Okay? Now... This is deep in the storyline of the NWO saga, mm-hmm. okay, and all that that's encompassing. Sting is now just recently left on our current timeline. Yeah. At Fall Brawl the previous month, we had the, the War Games cage match mm-hmm. where uh, the, the NWO Sting and regular Sting met face-to-face and all the controversy that that ensued. Okay. Now, WCW and everybody in WCW thought that Sting had joined the NWO because they got an NWO Sting, Mm. right? So then Sting proves that he is not, in fact, with the NWO, but is so pissed off that everybody just immediately assumed things that he is gone. He is out of here. So the NWO is systematically tearing apart the WCW at the seams. Took the WCW's figurehead pushed him off to the side. Bam, non-factor. <laughs> we have the giant taking the U.S. title from Ric Flair and holding that hostage. Yeah. More on that later. We have tonight the tag team titles on the line, Harlem Heat and the Outsiders. More on that later. And then main event here tonight, Hollywood Hogan. Randy Savage, and the huge storyline that has been going on mm. for quite some time now where Hogan has taken Liz essentially hostage in the NWO and is using her to get into the mind of young Randall. <laughs> <laughs> and so here we are. So along with everything that's going on in WCW itself, we're going to get this adrenaline shot with one rowdy Roddy Piper. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking quite forward to it. Yeah, this is going to be very, very interesting to to review this timeline, but from a WCW's uh, perspective. Yes, yeah. we're going into the into the boom period. Like yeah. this is when the WCW was about to take off into the stratosphere. They had just recently started beating WWE in the ratings at this point. Not the 83 weeks, I don't believe. That's coming just a wee bit further in the future that we're definitely going to get into. Okay. Uh, but well, this here is, and now, yeah, this is the, the hot period. Okay. For five months, the NWO storyline has already been taking its toll. And the Outsiders coming back in, or excuse me, coming into the fold in July, August time. The third man being revealed, Hogan. Mm-hmm. And then we have six. We have Giant. We have Ted DiBiase. And Eric Bischoff in the promo package here says, the biggest mistake that I ever made was bringing Hulk Hogan into WCW. <laughs> Truer words yeah. never spoken in both good and bad. <laughs> now, before we get into the real numbers, yeah, okay, I wanted to bring up this note, okay? Because 
I did some digging. The old K-Bones did some digging. Some research. Yes, I wanted to find out the contract of one Roddy Piper. Okay. And I found it. I found the number. Yes. Of course you did. Roddy Piper in 1996. Mm -hmm. So from October to December, $185,206 a month. Uh, over the course of three years, mm-hmm. he makes $2.7 million. Holy shit. That is his contract. That is his deal. Right? So I bring this up because mm-hmm. Roddy Piper said in interviews in the future that he paid for his contract in two pay-per-views, being Starcade 96 mm-hmm. and Super Brawl 97. Now we're going to get into those. Deep, but I just wanted to plant that into the ra- into the minds of the audience right now. Roddy Piper at one hundred and eighty-five thousand dollars plus. Let's let's see, two point seven million dollars in three years. And what was he? What was his last uh, feud before? Or what, what, what did he do before this? Ah, yes. Moment? So he in nineteen ninety six was the WWF commissioner. So starting in January of 96, Mm -hmm. thereabouts, Roddy Piper was with the World Wrestling Federation. He had been the interim commissioner while Gorilla Monsoon was taken out by Vader, who debuted at the Royal Rumble and attacked him the next night on Monday Night Raw. Now, Roddy Piper then goes on to WrestleMania 12 in a little match you might know as the backlot brawl with Goldust. Okay. Uh-huh. And after toiling around and doing little bits and pieces, obviously there was more money elsewhere in the land of WCW. So he was making considerably less money in the World Wrestling Federation because they are notoriously getting off of their horrible 1995 year. Yeah. <laughs> so they are in financial straits and not doing too much better in 1996, even with Shawn Michaels at the helm. Well, his feud was with Psycho Sid. That was exactly. <laughs> <laughs> only so much the showstopper can do. There you go. Um, so they saw that that gold dust match and were like, mm-hmm. "This man's worth two million dollars." Oh well, I mean, certainly at this point in time, it was about gathering up as many stars, recognizable names as humanly possible. Mm-hmm. That's why we have Jim Duggan here. That's why we have the Nasty Boys here. That's why we have Big Bubba here. (laughs) I can't think of another promotion that's doing that now. Oh, yeah, not at all. (laughs) Not at all. The Nitro before this, Mm -hmm. I want to discuss as well. Because I went back, I had a look, I had a listen, okay? Okay. So here's the thing. Nitro, the go-home episode. For Halloween Havoc 1996, featured such incredible stars as Jimmy Graffiti, Ron Stud, The Roadblock, The Fantastics, NWO Sting, and Randy Savage cutting a promo. The only appearance of an NWO member, barring NWO Sting, if you mm-hmm. can even call it that, 
The only appearance was by video package in which Hogan and the Giant were on the set of Hogan's movie. <laughs> the Three Ninjas, High Noon and Mega Mountain. <laughs> I've never heard of that movie before. Unironically, I fucking love that movie. <laughs> I love just how terrible that movie is oh in every way. Wait, but are they both in the movie? Uh, the giant might have been in the movie. I can't remember. I haven't watched this since <laughs> I was a kid. But Hogan is the star of that movie with the three ninjas. <laughs> oh, my God. And they are at a theme park that gets taken hostage by Medusa and a couple of henchmen. I can't. <laughs> It's bonkers. Wrestling Medusa or Greek mythology Medusa? Greek mythology Medusa. (laughs) So, um, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, something for you to look up, pal. Um, I'm definitely watching that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So, Hogan and the Giant are on the set. Three ninjas. Yeah. With uh, Miss Elizabeth, and they are trying to coerce Miss Elizabeth into creating a heartfelt emotional video Mm -hmm. to, you know, fuck with Randy Savage. Uh, Sorry, just you talking about that Three Ninjas movie makes, we're going to get into it, but makes the Piper Hogan (laughs) promo at the end Uh 1,000 times more (laughs) We're going to get into it, but just... (laughs) Uh Yes. So, um, yeah, that's... I mean, for a go-home episode, I mean, we've, in the current generation of things, Mm -hmm. we have seen some really crap go-home shows for pay-per-views. But, see, like... This is on another level. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I was about to say, because nowadays, the go-home episode for a pay-per-view is just kind of boring. Yeah. But yeah. this sounds horrendous. Yeah. Like, this sounds like you it's unwatchable. It's seriously. Who is Jimmy Graffiti? <laughs> Who is Roadblock? <laughs> Who are the Fantastics? <laughs> I don't know. But uh, Lord Howdy. Okay. So now we can get into it. We can get into Halloween Havoc 1996, October 27th, 1996 to be yep. exact. And uh, ladies Las and Vegas, gentlemen, Nevada. from Las Vegas, Nevada, in the MGM Grand Garden Arena. Yep. I should say. We are doing a horrible thing right now. What? We are not saying Slim Jim's Halloween Havoc. Oh, Because this yeah. is Slim Jim's Halloween yeah, 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 Havoc. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And they did not, they made sure to, to let you know. Too. Every single time. <laughs> I have a few drinking games on the docket. <laughs> Top of them is drink every time they say Slim Jim's Halloween Havoc. You will be pissed. <laughs> Beyond belief by the end of it. And and even every time someone will go to the outside and try to do anything hardcore, they'll be like, yay, that move's not that effective because of the Slim Jim pads. (laughs) And I'm like, shut the fuck up. We get it. Yeah, the Slim pads are are doing it. So Slim Jim's Halloween Havoc in Las Vegas, Nevada, in the MGM Grand Garden Arena. company fail? Baby. But I'll tell you what they didn't fail at. They didn't fail at the numbers! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> blow someone's eardrum off we got there we got there in the end 10,000 people pack 
locking them in for 175,000 approximate pay-per-view buys. This is up quite substantially from the 145,000 buys from the previous Halloween Havoc, which featured the Yeti. <laughs> oh, we're reviewing the wrong year. Come on. Oh, oh. shit. Time. Time, brother. <sighs> Time. <laughs> At the live gate, $224,660. Yes. And the merchandise sales approximately $69,000, with the caveat of a $35,000 approximate dollars was just in NWO merchandise. I was just going to tell you how much was, because there was a lot of NWO merch, uh, uh, shirts in the, in the crowd. Indeed. And one very huge point here, which makes Randy Savage be probably one of the best gets for WCW in the history. Like anybody that they ever signed, mm -hmm. Randy Savage is probably the best because he came with the Slim Jim sponsorship. Yeah. What they got for the Slim Jim Halloween Havoc, $250,000 just for the sponsor. Damn. Which makes Randy Savage practically free. <laughs> yeah, because he even had Slim Jim, Slim Jim on his tights and everything. This yeah. guy was very committed. He was repping it, baby. Jesus. All right, so now we can get into the actual show. Now yep. that we've got all of that admin out of the way, yeah, and we, we have really set we, the stage. We set up the era, exactly. the feuds coming into it. That's mm -hmm. time to review the show, baby. Exactly. Dusty Rhodes, Tony Schiavone, mm -hmm. and Bobby DeBrain Heenan are on the desk. A three-man booth. How do you feel about three-man booths? Because we're just getting off of the, the two-man booth. We've mm -hmm. been with the two-man booth for quite some time. Be it in the Gorilla Monsoon and Bobby Heenan or Jesse and Vince or Jerry Lawler and Jim Ross. How do you feel about three men on the desk? Uh, for me, like the, the, the less the better. Mm. Like I like the two man dynamic. Yeah. Fuck. I, you know, I, I enjoy ECW. I would prefer just one dude doing mm -hmm. it. Because mm -hmm. um, I feel like with, with the three men dynamic, it's sometimes just. It's just a lot. It's just too much noise. <laughs> and then you, someone's always going to get, you know, left out. But this this one worked out pretty nicely. Yeah. I enjoyed this commentary. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, uh, so not a great fan of three-man booth. Not a, not a great fan, but these guys make it work. How do you feel about four men on the desk? <laughs> because that's what we get here in match number one. For the Cruiserweight Championship. Yeah. I watched the AEW show, and I think they had like five men on yeah. one table. <laughs> I wanted to blow my fucking brains out. Jesus. Dean Malenko is challenging champion Rey Mysterio. Cruiserweight title is online. Mm -hmm. Malenko has the mask. Yes. But Rey has the title. Uh, Malenko mm -hmm. stole the mask from Rey in their last matchup. Indeed. Um... Which, you know, if you know the whole luchador thing, that's uh -huh. a sign of, of disrespect. Huge, yeah. huge yeah. disrespect. Tenay has joined us for a four-man group. Mm -hmm. Mike Tenay. But I will say, having Mike Tenay on the desk is extraordinarily beneficial, especially at this time. He was basically the luchador cruiserweight correspondent at the time. Okay, So okay. he wasn't a regular guy on the desk. Every time there was a cruiserweight bout, on Nitro, on Saturday mm -hmm. night, on pay-per-views. Mm -hmm. 
he was your guy so that he would give you the backstory. He would give you the information because Dusty wasn't going to bother to do any information. And Tony Schiavone wasn't going to do it either. And Bobby Heenan is racist. <laughs> if we're off to me, it should have been just Dusty this whole night. There you go. Uh, yes. So it is a stiff back suplex by Dean Malenko in order to start. Mm-hmm. A spine buster and a cloverleaf attempt, but Rey Mysterio able to spin out. A springboard is caught, but Ray is flipping all over the shop and hits a hurricane runner. Yep. Yes. A uh, springboard, uh, excuse me, a fake out of the 619, and the crowd is loving it. Yes. Uh, springboard drop kick triangle over the top rope. Um, and then uh, gets a, a senton as well off. Mm-hmm. Ray Mysterio is all over the place here. Yeah. It's electric. And again, he wasn't back in, you know, this time he was in mm-hmm. great shape. Incredible. Yeah. We I think we got too used to seeing fat Rey Mysterio, but this so. is, he was in great shape. Yes, and, and Rey Mysterio here is pulling off the style and moves that I, I mean there's no one. There is literally no one that can do what he can do yeah. at this point. Yeah. Um revolutionary, mm-hmm. like no doubt about it. There is a reason that he is considered a legend. Rey Mysterio gets his mask back from Dean Malenko, and he takes off the one that he's currently wearing in order to put on yeah. <laughs> the old one, which makes no fucking sense. None no reason for this. <laughs> and also, instead of like, because he's trying to protect his face, yeah. and instead of like, I don't know, going like under the ring or something, he just kind of like tries to do it yeah. in the middle of the ring while the camera's trying to like zoom in on Not his face. smooth. Uh, Not smooth at all, but I mean, he gets the he gets the mask on, and uh, then goes into the ten punch spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, goes for a roll up, but it's a two count. A sidewalk slam reversal by Dean tosses mm-hmm. Ray into the ropes. Yeah, that was then, a very cool spot. Yes, yeah, yeah puts him right into the, the, the suplex, the ropes. but instead shooting Absolutely. him into the ropes, and then fire. he basically lands knees first as well, mm-hmm. so it ends mm-hmm. up hurting his knees a little bit. A bow and arrow type stretch submission by yeah. Dean Malenko here, and then a top rope suplex attempt and lands, but it is only a two count. Head scissors keeping in control, Dean Malenko. Uh, suplex stalling style, but it it is again only a two count. A small package by Rey Mysterio out of nowhere for a quick near fall, but uh, Dean Malenko maintains control. A small package by Rey, uh, but a quick uh, kick out here, and then Dean Malenko with a backbreaker submission attempt right after. Like every bit of offense that Rey Mysterio gets, Dean Malenko cuts it out, uses the submission game. And, and the beauty about everything that's going on here is that everything's so smooth. Yeah, yeah. Everything is just flowing. Like, there's no hiccups or anything, yeah. which is, in- especially at the speed that they're going, is incredible. Seriously. And and, and it's amazing stuff. Uh, Tilt-a-world backbreaker. Switches into a camel clutch submission. Mm-hmm. Like, the Dean Malenko, with the with this, these two men's styles of the high-flying and the technical, yep. is a brilliant display here. Um, outside, back to the apron, um, then there is a, uh, back inside, a sleeper, sleeper attempt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rey Mysterio able to fight back only to get slammed down. And then they go into a sleeper spot twice, which was kind of weird. Like, goes right back into a sleeper. Yeah. And the the arms down and all that stuff. Yeah, the fact that they did that spot twice was kind of weird. Yeah. But 
it happens again in another match later. Mm, yes, yes, which, it does. I don't know, that kind of annoyed me a little, but mm. it was it was it wasn't that bad. Yeah. Yes, uh, Northern Lights suplex two count. Both men up and uh, punching each other uh, all over the place. They're inside, outside, and then it's just a straight up low blow by Dean Malenko. The referee doesn't see it, but he just kicks Rey Mysterio right in the dick. <laughs> Um, back into the ring, goes for another tilt a whirl, but Ray manages to flip through. Mm -hmm. But uh, again, only a two count. Springboard somersault back into the ring. Oh my so god! Absolute madness! Oh my god! A cradle by Ray Mysterio, but a two count. Back and forth, no pins. A clothesline by Dean Malenko. A suplex by Dean. Still a kick out. Ray Mysterio will not die. <laughs> Ray passes through Dean and sends Dean all the way to the outside. Then a corkscrew springboard dive by Ray Mysterio to the outside. Back in, Frankensteiner tries for a springboard into a powerbomb. A sit-out powerbomb by Dean Malenko, which <laughs> lights up the crowd, and it's still a two. <laughs> so now, they are fighting on the top rope. Yep. Dean manages to push Ray off. Rey Mysterio gets right back up again, however. On the top rope again, Dean Malenko with a gut-wrench powerbomb from the top rope to the ground. A pin. One, two, three. Dean Malenko is your new Cruiserweight champion. These guys were given 20 minutes of nonstop action. And I'm telling you right now, the work rate of these two men was better and more than anything that we covered in the Attitude Era so far. Listen, oh my god, that that's how you open a show. <laughs> that's how, if you see that and you change the channel, you just probably don't like wrestling. Seriously. That's how you open a show. Oh my god. That's an opener. We, I mean, I don't think anybody talks about Rey Mysterio and Dean Malenko matches enough mm -hmm. um, because these guys, this was their fifth outing, they said. On yeah, they were two, two, two to two. two. Yeah. yeah, trading the title back and forth. This is the Halloween Havoc 96. Everybody talks about Eddie and Rey, which is a classic next year that we're going to mm -hmm. get into. But do not sleep on this match. This, this was... was a goddamn classic in every sense of the word. Our commentary will not do this justice. Go out of your way to watch this match. Listen, just the, the speed and the fluidity that they were working with. Amazing, amazing stuff. Uh, the commentary for this was, and this is going to be the thing for the commentary the whole night. Yeah. Which they're just saying shit. Yes, yeah. A lot of the time, a lot of the time, like they can't call the moves. Yeah. Like Tanay is doing his best to call the moves, but everybody else around him is just like Mexican jumping bean, not a dift in it, not a dift in a baby. What a goddamn move! But uh, Slim Jim's Halloween havoc. Because <laughs> Tony would just be like, "Yeah, he flipped and dropped them on his head." Yeah, <laughs> and then. Fucking Dusty would just say, like when my grandpappy used yeah. to tell me, yeah. that's called, and I'm just like, what the fuck? He's going to filibustering. <laughs> <laughs> and Bobby Heenan is like, oh, Mexican jumping bean, Mexican jumping bean. Like, what's happening? 
oh, this is why I hate three people at the same time. Like, this is just chaotic. But again, <laughs> this match, you have to go out of your way to watch it, even though the commentary isn't great. No. But this match was a banger, and the crowd was into it the entire time. Mm-hmm. Ah, oh, this was this was this was one of those ones. Oh yeah. God! What yeah. an opener! What an opener! Yep. Backstage with Lee Marshall, mm-hmm. Jeff Jarrett is hyping his match with the Giant, and here is my second drinking game of the night. Oh no! <laughs> Have a drink every time Jeff Jarrett goes, ha <laughs> <laughs> because he says. I'm here tonight <laughs> to talk about <laughs> fighting the giant <laughs> in the ring. <laughs> no choke slam for you <laughs> because I'm a member on a four horseman. So no threats. <laughs> no choke slam for me. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's how normal humans talk, Keenan. <laughs> this, oh my God. And then Ric Flair. So drink oh, yeah. every time he yeah, says yeah, yeah. woo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Rick joins in and woo, women, woo, all night long. Woo, walk the aisle, daddy. Because yeah, he's at that stage of it. At this point, he's at that stage of his career. Oh, God. Where he's like, fuck it. I'm not going to try. I'm just going to mm-hmm. yell, oh. say like one thing about women or something. Mm-hmm. And that's my promo. That's it. That's it. So this wasn't great. And I was hyped yeah. when I saw... Uh, Ric Flair, come on, like, yeah. oh, a should, classic Ric Flair good. promo. Yeah. It was no, what the hell was this? <laughs> I don't know what his angle was for this promo. I'm like, what was flaming Jesus? <laughs> Battle for the ring, yes, yes, DDP mm-hmm. versus Eddie Guerrero, yes, Diamond Dallas Page. Yes, mm-hmm. what? versus Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> what, Eddie, uh. Eddie. Any any nicknames that you have no. for DDP? No, sir, I do not. No? <laughs> no. All right. <laughs> DDP just stands for Diamond Dallas. Yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> so DDP at the beginning of this match spits at Eddie Guerrero. Both mm. men slapping each other. Bef- uh, before we start reviewing. Okay. I don't like DDP as a as a heel. Yeah, I don't like this character of yeah. Diamond Dallas. Yeah, yeah. He's he's coming out, he's got the big cigar, yeah. he's got like the weird he's, glasses. Because apparently Eddie's yeah. Eddie won the diamond ring, but yes. uh DDP stole it from him. Uh-huh. I don't know, maybe it's because we we've been we we've just seen him as a face for so long. Mm-hmm. But I did not like him as a heel. Yeah, well at, yeah. at this point in his career, I think he's still kind of like trying to find himself career-wise. Yeah. Because uh, he's still, as you can see, very much a mid-card act. He's yeah. not gotten any real fire lit under him. Um, and yeah, he's just, he's a man with too many gimmicks yeah. because he's got the ring, he's got the diamonds, he's doing the self-high-five thing, so he's a bit goofy, and then he's got the comedy style in his heel act, but he's supposed to be cool. Like, it's too much <laughs> in the pot. <laughs> you wanted to do everything at the same time. Yeah. Um, so yes, yeah, both men slapping around each other. Eddie with a takedown, an outside brawl, mm. uh, arm drags by Eddie Guerrero once they get back into the ring. A tilt-a-whirl attempt by Diamond Dallas Page, but it is reversed into a headlock takeover by Eddie Guerrero. Oh yeah, this this spot, this is the one that we were talking about, mm-hmm. where Eddie 
has DDP in a headlock. Yes. And, you know, DDP will do his thing and reverse out of it just to end up right back in the headlock. And Indeed. they do that at least three times, I believe. Yes. So that that yeah. was, yeah. A bit irritating, bit repetitive for yeah. this match that is considerably shorter than that of Dean Malenko and Rey Mysterio. Yeah. So I, I was able to forgive the sleeper spot twice in the previous match. No forgiveness here. Yeah. <laughs> and after they did it twice here, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, it's whatever. And then DDP goes for a, a, a sort of a camel clutch. Yes. But then Eddie somehow reverses <laughs> that into a headlock. And I'm like, how? <laughs> very, very strange. And um, Dusty Rhodes on commentary here, okay? He begins to start talking about tradition and mm-hmm. how Eddie Guerrero comes from a long lineage. And he goes, but. Uh, <laughs> Bobby is trying to talk over him. So Dusty is just like, well, wait a, wait a minute, Bab. Okay, wait a minute, Bab. It's about tradition. Are you with me, Bobby? Are you here, Bab? <laughs> <laughs> it's about tradition and all the times in the back of the times and the days where Eddie Guerrero and the Guerrero family used to be all about tradition and being with me. Are you with me, Bob? And, and Bobby is just like, I'm, I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> It's fucking madness. Nothing uh, he says makes sense. <laughs> also have to point out the <clears throat> first appearance of Nick Patrick tonight. The referee. Yeah. And he is wearing I, a gigantically comical necklace. I literally had to um learn this referee's name. Yes. For reasons that we're gonna get into. Oh, he becomes very influential. Yeah. <laughs> After like three three matches, I'm like, okay, I need to learn this guy's name because mm-hmm. <laughs> he's he's gonna uh, be here for a while. Eddie with a drop kick to Diamond Dallas Page. Diamond Dallas puts himself in between the ropes, in between mm-hmm. the top yeah, and yeah, middle. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I remember, he's a cool guy. He's cool. He's, he's cool. cool. Yeah, he's yeah, a cool yeah. guy. He's just relaxing. Absolutely. Uh, Eddie then kicks him. <laughs> In the guts and sends him to the out. Um, Eddie goes to the outside to meet Diamond Dallas Page and sends him into the rail. Back into the ring, up and over with his uh, kind of like a senton thing onto Diamond Dallas Page. Uh, DDP then reverses the whip and crotches Eddie on the top rope. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, DDP then tries to use the ropes to get a cover, but Nick Patrick catches it. So he's like, hey. Don't you do that. Oh, now. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm, All right. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Diamond Dallas Page with a huge flapjack on Eddie Guerrero. Yeah. Very impressive. Yeah. Uh, impressive height there. An elbow to the gut as Diamond Dallas Page takes control. Nope. 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 Not letting you. Nope. Not letting you get on here. What? And lie to these people. What are you talking about? He elbowed him to the dick. <laughs> I don't know what was up in the 90s and these dick shots. This was an elbow to the gut. You are a liar. It was in the guts. No, it was not. Oh, my God. Agree to disagree. A gut wrench into a gut buster by Diamond Dallas Page. That was to the gut. You agree with those? (laughs) An abdominal stretch by Diamond Dallas Page, but it gets hip tossed out. A tilt-a-whirl side slam by Diamond Dallas Page. It results in a two. Mm-hmm. Page then pushes Nick Patrick, and Nick Patrick pushes him back. I didn't like this Nearly spot. gets pinned. I didn't like this spot. Didn't like this Because spot. after he uh, after the uh, Nick Patrick shoves DDP, yes. which already makes this 
bad badass heel look weak as fuck. Indeed. Um, he kicks out and then he goes to argue with Nick Patrick again. Uh-huh. And Nick Patrick kind of like screams at him mm-hmm. to the point where <laughs> Diamond Dallas Page is like quivering yeah. in a corner. And I'm what? just like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> what is that? What is going on? So I didn't like that spot, especially for if you're like the badass heel mm-hmm. and then him like apologizing, like, oh, my bad, my bad. Yeah. I, I didn't like that spot. Right. He's got the guilt. He got the guilty coward, you know? That's. That's How the you, element of the you character. You can't be a cool <laughs> guy and also a coward. He's trying to make it work. <laughs> Jesus fuck. Yeah, like 19 gimmicks in mm-hmm. one. Uh, so yes, Eddie Guerrero ends up uh, back and forth pin attempts, a clothesline by Diamond Dallas Page, a huge European uppercut by Eddie Guerrero, mm. knocking the shit out of DDP. <laughs> knocking him out the ring. Yes. Yeah. Uh, then it is a top rope splash to the outside, a flapjack by DDP. Uh, the, that was the the pal driver, but it ends up being like a face point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Two count anyway. Spinning power Which I bomb. don't think is technically a flapjack. No, no. But again. That's what Tony called it. <laughs> Who are we to, to deny Tony Schiaffone? <laughs> uh, spinning power bomb, still a two count. And then an emphatic diamond cutter. And then flat finish. Because yeah. DDP just picks up the win. I thought the power bomb spot was going to be the finish. Yeah. No. But Eddie kicks out, and then, and it wasn't even like a quick no cutter. He like grabbed him and kind of like held him there, yeah. taunted a bit, then planted him for the win. And I was like, okay, all right. <laughs> and they just give him the diamond ring, and he's on his way. And I'm like, right. oh, okay. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> like I got through the end of that match, and I'm just like, all right. Okay. <laughs> If this is what you guys want to do. Uh, Mike Tanay with the Slim Jim sweepstakes at Slim Jim's Halloween Havoc. Yeah. Randy Savage is giving away a monster truck. To who? To the winner. What the fuck is someone going to do with a monster truck? I don't know, but Joan wins it. <laughs> oh, my God. Didn't they give out a fucking smaller vehicle that they can use to no, no, no. go to school or something no 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 a monster truck yeah all right a monster truck <laughs> right. uh one by joan mcclennan hopefully he's somewhere in the south <laughs> if he's in new york that's gonna be a bitch to drive who knows who knows <laughs> uh randy savage after he picks the winner asks one to go out on a date in the monster truck with Joan. And then, Wait. <laughs> and then were you not paying attention? No, I, sk- <laughs> I skipped this. I didn't want to see this bullshit. Wait, so Savage. Some pretty significant stuff took place. Wait, here. so Savage wants to go on a date with no. Nick? No, 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 with Joan. With the winner of the monster truck. But isn't Joan a dude? No. Joan McLennan is a woman. Oh, <laughs> I, I, to, I missed a wild promo. What the fuck? What the hell? Okay, so Randy asks to go out on a date. Wait, so they gave a, a young lady a monster truck? Well, they picked 
ripped it out of a thing. Oh my Like it was God. a random drawing. John? There was a big, like, Slim Jim that they cracked open. Oh, they picked out no. a name. Why did I John skip this? Won- this? I don't know. <laughs> this seems like so. We're supposed oh, to be reviewing God. the show. So. I thought it was just like a quick, like, announce a winner and leave type of things. So I'm no. like, I don't care. Because not only does he ask to go out on a date, but he also asks for Joan to use said monster truck to run over Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so did they call her? No. Oh, so he's just hoping he's that just she says yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's okay. just he's just going off. Um yeah, so that was that. And then oh, a quick Lord. Uh, then a quick victory speech by Dean Malenko. And on to a crowd interview. The first of many from Ted DiBiase. Yeah, he's at the entrance where the NWO is going to make their entrances yes. because they're not going to use the regular Indeed. regular entrance. Yeah, yeah so uh, the Giant has the U.S. title hostage. And uh, basically, Ted DiBiase is running down Jeff Jarrett, calling him a fool for wanting to take this match mm. and climb into the ring with the Giant because you're climbing into the ring with this guy and you're not going to be able to beat a man like the Giant when you climb into the ring with him. Yeah, and then the Giant basically said... <laughs> Um, that he's going to stick, he's gonna he's gonna grab Jeff Jeff mm-hmm. Jarrett and stick him to the wall, yeah, into the to the ceiling, yeah, to the mat, yeah. He's because he's glue, yeah. You yeah. see, the everybody, giant, the giant's glue, exactly. Yeah. And he's gonna choke slam him right in the center of that ring, stick him to the center, right in a canvas, yeah, yeah. A uh, shit promo. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> As we move to match number three. <laughs> uh, the Giant coming down, then Jeff Jarrett, Ric Flair is going to be at ringside for this one. Mm-hmm. Ric Flair is dealing with the old shoulder. The old shoulder is giving him some ouchies. Probably a mountain of cocaine. Yep, yeah, probably a bit of that. Uh, Jeff Jarrett with a punch, and then he struts. Yeah, so they start off um, with a little like face-off, with a little like, mm-hmm. you're big, but I got heart. Yeah, uh, yeah. And yeah. then Big Show's like, uh, ha, 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 you're, oi, you're, oi, you're, oi, you're a, oi. oh, shit, the giant. Don't you fucking dare. <laughs> we mean, are not doing WWF this month. Okay? I mean, the giant. Yeah, get that shit out of your head. <laughs> I mean, the giant was like, uh, you're mm-hmm. so small. And Jeff Jarrett decks him in the face. Just right in the face. Yep. Jeff Jarrett is supposed to be the baby face. Ric Flair then with the woos all over the place. All right. So he's just woo, 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 woo. <laughs> And Jeff Jarrett is doing the Ric Flair strut in the ring. Ric Flair's doing it outside the ring. Exactly. It's madness. It is. And it then is. Uh, Jeff Jarrett stupidly locks in a headlock on the giant. Yeah. And the giant throws him off and then beals him out of the corner. Full power on display here. Uh, a clothesline, but duck under. And then a big old sleeper by Jeff. Uh, giant tries to get out of this, but uh, he starts to fade a bit, but ends up getting out. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Oh, my yeah, God. He gets out of the sleeper. Haven't but... seen that today. I know. I haven't seen that uh, But he all. does miss the splash in the corner. Mm-hmm. Okay. The giant goes with a big splash, not to be. Uh, but it doesn't matter because the giant with a big old boot, Ric Flair grabs a chair, tries to slide it into the ring, immediately slides back out. <laughs> Again, I don't, 
I don't know. Uh, he, he he brings it in. The ref immediately sees him because the yeah. ref's not distracted or anything. So he's yeah. like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" Yeah. Uh, an elbow by the giant, and then a headbutt by the giant right into the balls. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now it's the no, it's the gut. Th- this <laughs> one, this <laughs> one was the balls. <laughs> this one was the balls. Um, the giant, uh, he has uh, Jeff in, in a backbreaker, yeah. and Ric Flair grabs the mic. And starts hyping off Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> but says, it doesn't. Says, get up, Jeff Jarrett, and kick his NWOS. <laughs> Woo! Get up, Jeff Jarrett, and kick his NWOS. <laughs> Which must suck if you're getting hyped up while you're getting your ass kicked. Because that is hilarious. Uh, a weak ass backbreaker by the Giant, not mm-hmm. once, but twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, then <laughs> Jeff Jarrett uh, ends up being locked in the infamous bear hug. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. he, but then he does what any smart man would do and just mm-hmm. bites the giant's face. Just nibbling right <laughs> on the nose. He slides under a big boot and lands a couple of drop kicks. Mm-hmm. Uh, tries to go for a slam, but of course the giant falls on top of him. Jeff Jarrett uh, gets out of that. Two count. Uh, top rope. Axe handle. Goes for a cross body. Uh, but the giant goes... Uh, it gets the giant down, excuse me. And mm-hmm. then goes for a figure four leg lock. But the giant just, uh, just boom, just kicks Boots him right him off. off. The fucking ring, kicks yeah. him right <laughs> off. That's it. Just bam. Uh, but that was a that was a decent comeback from was, Jeff Jarrett. Um, yeah, really got the crowd into it. Yeah, getting a bit of fire under mm-hmm. him. Uh, the giant and everybody on the outside here uh, goes for a choke slam, but ends up getting a low blow by Ric Flair right in the dongus. It is a DQ <laughs> finish. Yep. The Giant officially wins the match. Arn Anderson, the rest of the four horsemen, rush the ring. It is five, five, five on one. And the Giant, he's walking right on out of there. He's smarter than that. Yeah. He's smarter than that. He's got the brains. <clears throat> this match was shit. <laughs> I did not. This match had moments. But it, for some reason, I didn't like Jeff Jarrett basically doing every move mm-hmm. you shouldn't do if you're facing a giant. Yeah. A headlock, trying to Irish whip him. Yeah. Uh, body slam. Body slam him. I'm like, come on. Why are you trying to do everything you're not supposed to do? Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a decent match, but nothing, nothing, nothing special. Nothing this match cool. bored me to tears. Really? It <laughs> bored me to tears. I actually stopped, fell asleep, and continued the show <laughs> the next day. That is how so, bored so I was. you telling me Ric Flair wooing didn't do it for you? Did not do it for me. <laughs> uh, neither did this promo coming up next, because Ted DiBiase at the top of the interview area again. This time, a promo for six. Okay. We're going to see Ted a lot this tonight. Yeah. And after the first promo, he ran out of steam. So yep. the next couple ones. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, six six is not great. Mm. Six is having a horrible time. Yeah. He's never been good at the promo. One thing I did like about this promo was mm. uh, Ted DiBiase calling Jericho a, a, a nice young athlete. Yeah, nice uh, young athlete. Like, yeah, I remember it was the time that Chris yeah. Jericho was young. A fine young man. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yes, it is match number four, six versus Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed. Nick Patrick is the referee for this match once again. Gigantic oh. neck brace intact. Yeah. 
Pretty sure he's gonna call this one down the middle. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, they they do some 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 chain wrestling to start. Mm-hmm. You know, some cruiserweight yeah. uh, uh, chain wrestling. Yes, um, Jericho's about to Irish whip six into the corner, but six reverses it, mm-hmm. and then Jericho's about to reverse that into a moonsault, but six then hits amazing drop kick sending jericho flying outside the ring oh yes mm-hmm. yes indeed uh jericho with uh, uh getting back into the ring you know uh excuse me excuse me i also have something here oh, uh okay. by dusty Rhodes. oh, uh, <laughs> oh <no>. <laughs> back <laughs> on the commentary here. uh see he tries to say young man he's in ref- in reference to six mm-hmm. excuse me he calls six a punk Calls six a punk, and Bobby Heenan is like, whoa, 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 what's a punk? And don't call Chris Jericho a punk. And and, and Dusty's like, I was definitely talking about six, okay, but I'll call him six so brain don't get the flubber busted. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Uh, six is in control on the outside, a whip into the guardrail. Repeated kicks to the head as Jericho makes his way back in. A spin kick to the side of the head. Six uh, with the wear down game now. Mm-hmm. Uh, ends up with a catch kick in Siguri kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Very innovative. I like that. Uh, second rope elbow to the apron onto Jericho. Uh, Jericho moves from a corner drop kick, however, once they get back into the ring. Chris Jericho fires up with a backdrop and a spinning back kick. Yeah, mocking six. Absolutely. Sent right to the outside. Springboard crossbody to the outside on six. Uh, Back into the ring. A top back elbow drop from the top. It is a near fall. (laughs) (laughs) Jericho catches six with the drop kick as six tries to do a crossbody. Now, that was quite impressive. Mm Catching him right off the top. Uh, but it is a slow, slow count by referee Nick Patrick. Really favoring the neck here. Yeah, you, come on. He has a messed up neck. What yeah. do you want him to do? Two things a broken vertebrae. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, after uh, that mm-hmm. quick count, Jericho is uh, arguing with the ref. Yes. Um, and Six uses that distraction to hit uh, a spin kick for the win. Well, I am. After a pretty quick count. Exactly. Uh, yeah, and this I don't like that finish. <laughs> well, I will say I was okay with it. Uh, I was okay with the finish. I realized that it was screwiness. Mm-hmm. Uh, these guys could have kicked it into a second gear, could have kicked it into the third gear. Jericho and six, Sean Waltman, yeah. X Pac, they can go, and we know that. Uh, but this was to set up a Patrick and Jericho storyline and the tensions that's going on there. You know what it is? I feel like if the finish wasn't so flat, mm. I would have been more okay with the screwy finish. Ah, uh, yes, yes. But the fact that it was just kind of like a simple, like, here's a spinning kick. Yeah. One, two, three. Yeah. It kind of was like a bit flat. So then the screwy finish is like, ah. Yeah. Like a flat finish and a screw finish, like. Uh, well, I think the thing is, is that I don't think six has a finisher yet, because uh, it is the X factor, but he doesn't get the X factor until he goes back to the WWF. Yeah. So I don't actually know if he has a finisher at this point. So I think he's just finishing with whatever the hell he wants to do, <laughs> which ends up being a spin kick, which just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you use him multiple times yeah. during the match. Yeah, and it doesn't put him away. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it was uh, 
interesting stuff. Uh, Jericho confronts Nick Patrick, but Nick Patrick runs off, and then he helps Six to the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was a which was a nice little and touch. And Dusty was losing his mind yeah, on yeah. commentary. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mike Tanay is backstage with Lex Luger. Lex Luger promises to hurt Arn Anderson. Mm -hmm. Promises to rack him. All right. I, <laughs> my um, <laughs> my autocorrect. Turned Arn into Arnold. <laughs> Arnold and, Anderson. Uh, yeah. So that's what he's going to be called for this oh next God. match now. Uh, so Arnold blames Lex for the War Games loss because mm. he was the man that took the submission finish after being attacked uh, by Hogan. And uh, I believe also... Scott Hall had him in a move or something like that. I but... might be confusing him with someone else, but wasn't mm. Lex part of the Horsemen at one point? Uh, no, no, not during this period anyway. No, but I mean, like yeah. in general, he was. Um, was I... it him or, or am I thinking of someone else? Uh, he might have been in there briefly. There was yeah. quite a lot of transitions. Uh, Psycho Sid was in there. Uh, Paul might, Roma was in might there. Might be confusing him with Psycho. Sting Psycho. was in there for a minute. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, so Arnold Anderson versus Lex Luger. And uh, Lex comes out to the most annoying pr uh, pyro I've ever fucking heard. Absolutely. Absolutely. That pyro was terrible. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on here, but let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about what's not annoying is Arn Anderson and the Four Horsemen's theme at this point. Oh, yeah. It is probably, it is probably one of, if not the best song over any promotion ever. We're going to play it here because we need to listen to some Arn Anderson, some Four Horsemen. Bow, now, 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 now. <gasps> Yeah, it's fun. It's it's great. It's great. Not your version, but like the actual <laughs> actual version. Why do you have to take a dig at me both on and off camera? I'll <laughs> make sure people listen. No, you want me to keep in that shit music that you just did? You want to give? Want to keep in that shit version? <laughs> you piece of garbage! <laughs> Fuck you! Uh, all right. Well then, uh, what we're gonna do is match number five. It is Lex Luger versus Arnold Anderson. Yeah. And in the interest of sharing the load, because <laughs> you want to be a piece of poo about it. And Arn. Nold. <laughs> 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 Arn Anderson starts to match off with some big double axe handles to the back of Lex Luger. Uh, he then he then uh, mocks Luger's uh, little flex pose that he, he does. does. He does. Um, Arn starts. Arn starts getting a. I almost called him Arnold. <laughs> well, that's his name. <laughs> Arn starts getting cocky, turning his back on, on Luger. Luger mm -hmm. then uh, does the flex pose on. Arn. Right out the corner. Ah, disgusting. A gorilla press slam. <laughs> right after that, sir. And then <laughs> a big old clothesline over the top rope. 
Yep. Uh, Luger then hits uh, some elbow drops mm-hmm. to the back of Arn and uh, of Arn, mm-hmm. followed by <laughs> <laughs> followed by a backbreaker. Mm-hmm. Arn then hits a spine buster, but Arn is, is too tired to. Beautiful spine buster. Master of the spine buster. Classic. Goes without saying. Um, he does go for the the, the spine buster, but uh, Lex Luger's been working his back throughout this whole match, so he's too tired to go for the pin. Can't do it. Um, they go to the outside. Yes. Now Arn starts working the back of Lex Luger. And, uh, and while he's doing this, Dusty Rhodes is talking about Bula Bula. Oh, <laughs> yeah. This was the Bula Bula match. <laughs> <laughs> this was the Bula Bula. Yeah, this was the Bula. I thought it was the, the next one. No, 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 no this, this is, is the Bula Bula match. This is Bula Bula. And, oh my God. <laughs> these two old pros, like these are veterans of the game, mm-hmm. putting on a very competent match. Like it's a compelling, competent, story driven yep. match about two men working the back. And here's Dusty Rhodes <laughs> talking about Bula Bula. Bula Bula. <laughs> He's like, when you don't know what to say, just say boo boo Fucking idiots. Their fucking minds up there. Arn then hits a couple knees to the back of Luger. He then puts Luger in a submission hold, really, really working the back, working the boola boola. Luger then goes for a clothesline, but Arn ducks, and Luger almost hits the ref. Yeah. But he stops before hitting him. He does. Um, but doesn't matter because then Arn just shoves him into yeah. the ref anyway. Yeah. Ref bump there. Uh, Arn Anderson quickly goes and gets himself a steel chair, goes mm-hmm. for a swing, but ends up ducking. Uh, Luger then catapults him very shittily into the ring post. Uh, Luger with a suplex on the outside as well. Mm-hmm. Luger then grabs the chair of his own and starts wailing on Arn Anderson once, twice, Three times the champ <laughs> <laughs> rolls him back into the ring to put him into the torture rack. It is a submission, but Luger keeping it on. Yep. Keeping it on. Just racking <laughs> Just racking him. Just, 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 just racking him. Just, 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 just racking him. <laughs> uh, after, after the match, <laughs> Rick uh, and, and Jeff Jarrett come down to check on Arn. Uh, they end up bringing in the stretcher, and they end up taking Arn, Arn out in the stretcher. Yep, right with the stretcher. He's fucking out of here. Bula, bula, baby. Bula, bula. <laughs> <laughs> Lee Marshall backstage. Mm-hmm. I do appreciate the fact that they are varying the uh, the commentary team, you know? Yeah. The backstage interviewers, okay? Yeah. It's not all just Mean Gene. It's not all just <laughs> Michael Cole, right? We've got some Tanae. We've got some Lee. We've yeah, got some yeah. DiBiase. <laughs> Well, Diviasi, not so much. Give but we got, some Lee. <laughs> we, got, we got some Lee. Lee Marshall is backstage with Harlem Heat. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's with Colonel Parker and uh, Sensational Sherry. Or Sister Sherry. Sister Sherry mm-hmm. at this moment in time. Uh, they are putting the tag titles on the line against the Outsiders. They're hyping that. Colonel Parker talking a whole load of trash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, um, yeah, not much to say about it. It was a standard old yeah. promo. Yeah. Uh, Booker T does not say the N-word in this promo, so you could just skip this one. Thankfully yeah. not. You Thankfully not. skip this one. No nip! Uh, <laughs> almost, oh, oh, almost. Oh. No, you're sitting right here. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> almost went um, full Hulk Hogan on me, buddy. I did, I did. Uh, 
match number six, the Faces of Fear mm-hmm. versus uh, two members of the Horsemen, Steve Mongo McMichael and Chris Benoit with Deborah McMichael at ringside and Woman. woman. Yes. Um, <laughs> John, take us through. <laughs> I ain't got <laughs> You don't have anything? I ain't got nothing. nothing? No nuts? No notes? Uh, no sir. No notes at all. No siree. Well, well, well. There's a guy named Bongos in here. Yeah, mm-hmm. bo- Bongos. Bongos. Bongos is in the match, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Ming and the Barbarian. Jimmy Hart was there. Jimmy Hart was, in fact, mm-hmm. there. All right, so so you, you don't have any notes. No. I didn't even watch the match. <laughs> okay. All right, so we're just so. Gonna... Well, I mean, here's the thing. <laughs> Are we going to freestyle this one? (laughs) Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Um, Because we had a discussion. Mm -hmm. We had a discussion prior to coming on uh, about whether or not we were going to review any of the Chris Benoit matches. I said yes. We should definitely review Chris Benoit matches uh, because they're just, they're part of the show. Like, they're Um, unavoidable. He's on every (laughs) pay-per-view. And... uh, (laughs) Me being a good sport, I was like, fine, yeah. let's do it. Right. Until I turned on the 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 the, the match and I'm like, <laughs> I can't do this. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh and then uh we didn't discuss with each other any time after saying, Yes, we're going to review yes. it. So <laughs> so in my head, I was like, All right, cool. <laughs> I can wipe my hands of this one. <laughs> I will leave it to John because no. he will always take notes. <laughs> no, I see. I had the same idea because I was like, "Well, if Keenan, if KJ said yes, then that means he's, he's gonna, gonna watch it." it. <laughs> so I was like, "I'm just gonna leave that up to him, and I'm just gonna wipe my hands of this match." So <laughs> we should have talked to each other. But yeah, we both kind of had the same idea. Oh, in reverse. In reverse. Yeah. yeah. We relied on each other. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, you know what? Keenan's got this. Yeah. He's got this. And I was like, John's got this. Just John has got yeah. this. Um we apparently both, neither of us. We both failed each other. <laughs> And in this, this one, I, I I tried it, but you yeah. know. Uh, however, we can discuss the post match angle. Uh, you watched the post match angle? No, I did not. Also, watch didn't watch any post- of okay. it. I at least watched the post match <laughs> okay. angle. What okay. happens is the Dungeon of Doom, who have been sitting at ringside, uh, they yeah, were there for yes, over. they were they were there for the previous encounter. They've been having. Uh, issues with the Four Horsemen, which is spanning back for quite some time. As a matter of fact, to the um, the the Triple Tower of Doom cage match from Jesus all the way back Christ. at Uncensored in 1996, when the Alliance to End Hulkamania failed to end Hulkamania. Do you know anything about this? No. Okay. So I'm going to quickly run through this just because it is so batshit crazy. We might just do a bonus episode on it one day. (laughs) Let's let's hear hear it. It it. is Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage taking on the team of Ric Flair, Arn Anderson, Lex Luger, Kevin Sullivan, 
Uh, Brutus Beefcake is in there. And then Zeus from No Holds Barred (laughs) makes a return, this time to WCW, and a man who I can't even remember what his name was, but his original name concept was the final solution. And they had to change that name when they found out that it is in direct reference to the Holocaust and the protocol that they called the final solution. (laughs) Holy shit. It is in a triple decker cage. I've seen the pictures of the the cage. Much like the ready to rumble cage where Hogan and Savage must fight from the top tier down and get through all the stages of the Alliance to end Hulkamania. In this, Brutus Beefcake turns on the group, gives gives them literal frying pans to use to defeat the Alliance Dan Hulkamania. And that is the that is the triple decker cage. Oh no, we're definitely doing a bonus episode on that. So since then, the Horsemen and the Dungeon of Doom have been at odds. Okay. And rightfully so. So in this case, uh, Kevin Sullivan and the Dungeon of Doom, they leap over the barricade. Conan, Big Bubba, Jimmy Mm -hmm. Hart, Mm -hmm. Kevin Sullivan. They attack uh, Benoit. They attack Mongo McMichael. Kevin Sullivan. Yep. Who famously booked his own divorce. Uh, gets into yeah. a woman's face and uh, starts taking off his coat, and he's like, "You're gonna remember who the real man is." Oh, and then he proceeds to put the boots to Chris Benoit. And they leave both men laying, and out they go. And this would be uh, this is really the uh, the genesis of mm-hmm. the of the angle that heats up between Sullivan and Benoit. Oh, this is the angle where he loses. His, okay. Yes, indeed. Okay. Yes, indeed. So, uh, yeah, more on that in uh, later installments. Uh, yeah. So he, so for the next couple pay per views, yes, we're gonna get at least one Benoit match every single time. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so from here on out, we're gonna review the show. <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna depend <laughs> on each other. We're gonna, we're gonna have to do some more. Proven that we are both untrustworthy. <laughs> we're gonna have to do some work. <laughs> do some legwork. All right. Yes. Uh, Ted DiBiase, as we resumed our show. Uh, <laughs> Don't mind that weird gap. Uh, uh, Ted DiBiase's uh, promo with the outsiders. Sadly, the outsiders don't talk here, mm-hmm. and this is precisely the time that they should have been given the mic. <laughs> Shouldn't have given it to the Giants. Shouldn't have given Tell it me. to Six. Shouldn't have given it to the outsiders at this point. <laughs> Listen, it's down here from here for these uh, Ted uh, DiBiase promos. Yeah, but uh, sure enough, it is the outsiders versus Harlem Heat. WCW tag team titles are on the line. The outsiders coming out first, and the outsiders look they look so fucking cool. They look so cool. Yeah, they yeah. are the only two members so far that actually look cool. Yeah, because the giant is the giant. He's just the giant. Yeah. doesn't look cool at all. <laughs> yeah, you have, Six is, is like, a, he's all right. He looks 14. Yeah, <laughs> and he's not wearing, like, wrestling gear that is befitting of the NWO. It's yeah, like, yeah. It's still martial arts, like, 
of Street Fighter yeah, style. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's and really weird. Hogan has a receding hairline. Oh, so he just good lord. Oh, we're going to get into yeah. Hogan later. <laughs> Especially that hairline. Holy shit. Yeah, the outsiders are the only two in that group that look yeah. fucking badass. Honestly. Um, Scott Hall with the with the the, the, the oozing. Yes. The vest yeah. and every Oh, man. And the Chico and oh. all this. They look phenomenal mm-hmm. um yeah so they're in the ring as harlem heat comes out they're face to face got the tag titles they take the titles nash and hall and they <laughs> pose with them a bit which causes the crowd to chant razor and, and, and scott hall is like no 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 that's that's the other guy <laughs> <laughs> and they're so like tongue-in-cheek like ah ah um beautiful stuff it is razor man oh it is scott hall and booker t to start in the ring uh the toothpick toss Mm -hmm. right in the face of the book uh but booker with a takedown quickly uh booker then with a sidekick as well yeah his signature sidekick that he started using more later in his career Mm -hmm. but you know Mm -hmm. here he was Um, just kind of like a transition scott is able to lure booker in with some hard right hands Mm -hmm. uh hall uh, they fight with the hip toss attempt they're jockeying for position hall ends up being hip tossed over the top rope Mm -hmm. uh ray is tagged in stevie ray that is and hall spits on him and then tags out to big sexy yeah big sexy kevin nash with the with the elbows and the knees in the corner. Yeah, and um, and, and Scott Hall and fucking Kevin Nash, they were they were really, really laying it into to, 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 to Harlem Heat. It man. was stiff. Oh yeah, it was stiff action. Uh, Sherry is attacking on the outside. Uh, outside, but Nash is down. Uh, Booker is in and nails the scissor kick, mm-hmm. but doesn't result in any pins there. As a matter of fact, pushes off the cover big time uh does kevin nash uh stevie ray gets tagged back in but nash with a sidewalk slam big stuff hall tagged in hall with a bulldog off the second rope but it results in only a two ray with a big old-fashioned clothesline just mm-hmm. oh did goes. you did you get to the sister sherry sister sherry scott hall moment no no, oh, not I yet. Think, okay, okay, not okay. yet. All it's right, on the way. Yeah, You're yeah. jumping the gun. You're jumping the gun a little bit, all right? Tradition, tradition says that you gotta wait a minute. Okay, are you with me, John? Are you there, John? Booker T with a forearm uh, to Hall mm-hmm. uh, results on a near fall. Hall fights back with a clothesline, but it is only a two count. All right. Yes. Uh, tag into Kevin Nash now with a big boot to Big Booker T. Snake Eyes and a clothesline by Scott Hall on the apron. These guys are in firm control right now as Hall gets tagged in. Big old choke slam. Stevie Ray is able to break it up, but Hall catches Booker T at a crossbody. Ends up with a fallaway slam. Fucking beautiful. Gorgeous stuff. Beautiful. And now this. All right, you're you're you've Fucking. been titillating. You've been titillating. Here it is. Sister Sherry gets up onto the apron. <laughs> <laughs> she gets up onto the apron. She slaps Scott Hall. Yeah. And Scott Hall responds with a kiss. That's the only response. Grabs hold of her, just pulling her by the hair. And just what is happening? Just tonsil hockey's the hell out of her. Oh Tongue in mouth. Just all right. A good kiss. <laughs> yeah. Then throws her away like a discarded tissue. <laughs> Is that what you wanted, John? 
uh, a bit graphic, but sure, we'll all take that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the pair trade sleepers <laughs> for about the fourth time <laughs> in the show. I don't know what it is with sleepers in this fucking show, man. I don't know. But uh, Scott Hall ends it by crotching Booker T onto the ropes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then both men end up colliding in a double down. Uh, Hot tag to Stevie Ray. Yeah, and Stevie Ray's laying out all the members of of the Outsiders. Just right over here, right over there. Press Uh, slam Scott Hall into Kevin Nash. Yeah. Fucking badass moment. Yes. Mm -hmm. Booker T clotheslines Kevin Nash out of the ring. Scott Hall is the only man left. They end up delivering the Harlem hangover. Uh, Cover, but the referee is distracted at this point. Yeah. Kevin Nash comes back into the ring. So does Colonel Robert Parker. And he's got a cane with him. Kevin Nash grabs hold of Parker, says, give me that cane. Give me that cane, boy. And Parker reluctantly hands over to Kane. Nash with a dick to old Stevie Ray, not once but twice. Mm -hmm. Knocking Stevie Ray out. Scott Hall rolls on for the cover. It is a one, two, three. We have new World Tag Team Champions. How did you feel about this tag match, brother? I love this tag match. I love, love, love this tag match. You know, from the the, the Sister Sherry stuff, mm-hmm. the catching Booker T in a crossbody to the fallaway slam, uh, the gorilla press to, to haul into Nash, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Hall and Nash being just like the great heels that they are, mm-hmm. seeing a, 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 a young Booker T before hey. the, the, the fame, and just seeing him pull off the moves that are going to make him the superstar just awesome. pulling them off so casually mm-hmm. like oh here's just a little scissor kick <laughs> and you, you know so that was kind of cool to see yeah um so yeah this was a really this was a fun match and even at the end a little uh distraction and all that stuff with, with the stick uh i didn't hate that as much just because mm-hmm. it was kind of a competitive match so yes. yes so even though it was a screwy finish you did get a really good tag match Yes, actually, I I must commend all four people involved Mm -hmm. because they put on quite a good match, a lot of back and forth. No one ever had distinct advantage, which was pretty good. Everybody kind of got two, three minutes of offense apiece. Anytime somebody did take over, it wasn't for long. Frequent tags, everybody got their chance to shine, I feel. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was only a 13-minute match. I mean, they put a lot of stuff into that 13 minutes. Yeah. Made it very compelling. Yeah, no, from uh, like the minute that both teams were in the ring with the titles yeah. and everything, like there was no, no empty spot. There was no <laughs> fillers. It was just straight. There was there was something there. So that was that was really 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 dope. Very really impressive. Dope. Very impressive. Uh, but ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for our main event. It's Hollywood. <laughs> Oh, yeah. We have uh, Voodoo Child as our new intro theme. Yeah. I felt that we should change it up a little bit. And in the spirit of WCW, this is going to be Hollywood Hogan's song in WCW. And in the twilight of his WWE career, he takes that song with him as well. Mm-hmm. So I felt it's only fitting that we kick off our WCW with a little bit of Voodoo Child, baby. And uh, at the head of Voodoo Child... <laughs> Is Hollywood Hogan who embraces us, who who gives us a promo of the ages, 
before he gets down to the ring. It is all huge shtick, big, like, big character, Hollywood Hogan. Now, like, we must first talk about Hollywood Hogan, because you love Hulk Hogan. I love Hulk Hogan, yeah. I'm indifferent towards Hulk Hogan. Fair enough. But I fucking adore Hollywood Hogan. (laughs) Hollywood Hogan is the best. (laughs) Just aside from... Uh, like a couple matches here and there that I would that I would watch. Yeah, this is my first time really going in in deep yeah. with Hollywood Hogan. Yes, basically my whole life I just watched regular Hulk Hogan because oh, I love regular Hulk Hogan. Yes, but this this was a treat. Oh my this god, was a treat! And since the beginning, the, like the day after he turned heel, it was like a whole new man just unlocked (laughs) and this is what came out everything that hulk hogan probably is behind the scenes (laughs) was able to be on full display here and it's 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 encapsulated in this promo where he's like ah i've body slammed hollywood i'm a little bored of hollywood so i thought i'd come back dude and grace you with my presence oh yeah yeah it is like unbelievable like he's got the hairpiece yeah from high noon at mega mountain <laughs> he's got the hairpiece so he's got a full, he's got a full head of, full hair. Head of hair he's got the, the bandana on. the big glasses oh. like he's got the giant behind him he's got ted dibiase here he's doing this whole hello nwo lights <laughs> like it's so lame but, but that's what makes it great. It's so good. That's what makes it great. <laughs> and he's got the NWO belt. And, and as I say, like literally from the next day, he's been cutting these promos. So like he's been on fire. Yeah. On fire. This renewed character. Like even if you just go back and watch the promos that he was cutting on Nitro. Mm-hmm. Chef's kiss. Yeah. Chef's kiss. Listen, that was one of like, the biggest heel turns in, like, I would say in wrestling history. Oh, without question. Like, without, I, there is easily, not a bigger, more influential Unless John turn. Cena decides to turn, yeah. this is, like, even, the biggest. Yeah, I would argue even if Cena does, it's, like, five, ten years too late. Because this, at this time, like, this is maybe just as people were really getting yeah. sick of Hogan. Yeah. Like, 95 people were sick of Hogan. 96 people were really sick of Hogan, but Hogan wasn't there so much. He was in Hollywood mm-hmm. filming the movies. So when he comes back now at the at the Bash at the Beach pay-per-view, people are like, "Oh shit, yay, it's Hogan." And then he turns heel and it's like, "You perfect time." Like yeah. if you had done it any sooner, not as big an effect because outsiders aren't there. If you did it any later, would like would have already jumped the shark. This is the most influential and, heel and turn ever. And that's the thing with this heel turn as well. That what makes a special is the fact that he's doing it with Holland Nash. Yes. Because Holland Nash, they're the guys that 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 left WWE. Exactly. They're, they they went over to the enemy side. They're like the mm-hmm. first major names. Oh yes. They're like the yeah. first major names to switch over. Yeah. And then Hogan decides to align Hogan, who's you know. The was the face of WWE for yeah. 
the entire 80s, exactly. 90s, mm. you know, Mr. Eat Your Vitamins. Yeah. Now he switched over and he's joining the guys. Yeah. Man, you can't you can't write anything better than that. Like that's the perfect heel turn. Mm-hmm. Perfect. And, and, and the I, fact that he's nailing this character. Yeah. And he is hamming it up. <laughs> he is hamming it up. Like this is turned up to 150. Um, yes, WCW title is on the line. Hogan Macho Man, they're in the ring. Hogan powders out immediately to start. Yeah. I love I I love that he's doing like the, uh, the, the classic like uh, oh I'm not I'm not ready enough. yet, not ready yet. Yeah, <laughs> under the ropes, cowering away. And Bobby Heenan is right there. Like he's right on it. This is where Bobby Heenan's at his best because mm-hmm. he's got Hogan. He's got the meat and potatoes to sink his teeth into yeah. because Heenan's right there. He's like, this man has always been a coward. I've managed people with against him. And there would be people crying and screaming for Hogan in the front row when he was getting beat up. Well, look at this man now. <laughs> look at this. He's exactly what I always told you. He is on, like, he is, oh my God. But he is so ready for this. And Hogan is there, and he's just all like cowering, yeah. and he's, he's still got the hairpiece. He's still got the hat, the glasses, yeah. and the bandana. And uh, <laughs> and it's also like a cool thing to see because Hogan, his whole career, has just been like the the loner. Like he doesn't need anyone because he's yeah. so great. Yeah. And now all of a sudden he's with the giant. He's with Ted mm-hmm. DiBiase. So yeah. that also added to to this match as well. So <laughs> a lot of stalling. Mm. nothing's happening. Mm. Like, <laughs> they don't touch each other for like the first three minutes. Yeah. But the crowd is there for it. It is such a stark contrast between Dean and Ray that kicked off the show. And oh, yeah. That seems like a completely different <laughs> company. <laughs> uh, but it's amazing because they're both getting these huge reactions. So mm. it, it like, I... I would normally hate it, like when when the fucking genius did this. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Not oh a happy my god! Camper. I hated this, but when Hogan's doing it, it just—I don't know—it just fits. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I also like that when they actually do get mm-hmm. their hands on each other. Yeah, Hogan puts a uh, savage in a headlock. Yeah, he looks dead in the camera. He's like Hollywood, brother. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. <laughs> Right there, who's the big man now? Like, I'm the best in the world. Like, he's hitting him with the right hands. Oh, the referee is like, hey, watch the fists. And Hogan's like, yeah, watch his fists. I'll knock his head off. <laughs> he Irish whips Randy Savage. Not eating his vitamins anymore. Yeah. But... Randy ducks under the head of the punch, ends landing a couple of his own, and ends up knocking the glasses off. Mm-hmm. Places the glasses on. Randy's got the glasses. Hogan is cowering out. He's trying his best. Yeah, he's right. Good. More punches, brawling on the outside. Um, then we we get back into the ring. Right, the, <laughs> the glasses are off. Uh, Hogan's begging. Macho grabs him by the headpiece, <laughs> right hand, <laughs> and the hairpiece comes off. And Hogan is down. And then as he gets up, he's like feeling his head. He's like. Oh, oh no! <laughs> and Randy's wearing the headpiece. Oh, Zach, I was that killed because I, I thought he was gonna throw the wig off. No. But he, 
he puts on the wig and then he puts on the glasses yeah. too. And for the next like what five ten minutes, he's yeah. beating Hogan up yeah. while wearing the wig <laughs> and the glasses. It is absurd. It's absurd. They go to the outside. They're battling up and down the ramp, around mm. the ring. Uh, Macho grabs a steel chair and just nails Hogan in the head. Like, just crack. <laughs> Unbelievable. And this, then, this is like a, a, a comic book villain when he's six, getting like his six. comeuppance. Yeah. Like, this like, is wild. It's unreal. <laughs> Uh, and then, and then uh, more brawling outside. But Hogan ends up getting the chair mm-hmm. and ends up hitting Savage. Uh, Ted DiBiase is distracting the referee for more chair shots. Hogan is really like pandering now. He's like doing some struts. Yeah. He's like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> uh, he crotches Macho Man on the railing and then kisses his head. He's like, oh brother, I love you in this. <laughs> and then elizabeth is here yep elizabeth Uh, comes down so she's she's kind of torn because she's working for hogan yes but savage is her her one true love exactly yes uh hogan is beating on savage ends up savage pants hogan as well yeah he does showing ass Oh, uh, what does Dusty say it's a full moon in vegas baby Boom. Um, Macho Man ends up fighting back, clothesline over the top rope. Hogan pulls Liz in front of him, mm-hmm. and then Hogan and Savage do a run around again. A slam by Macho Man, a knee to the back. Hogan goes out. They run around again. Hogan grabs Liz a second time, but this time pushes Liz into Randy. Ends up knocking him down. Yeah. Um, yes, uh, he gets control back into the ring. Hogan with the big boot. Liz gets into the ring, consoling Macho Man. Hogan is like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, because she, she gets into to kind of shield Macho yes. Man. But no, Hogan's no, no, no. like, nah, grabs her by the hair, yes. pulls her to the corner. She, mm-hmm. He's like, hey, you work, you work for me. You work for me. Yeah. You work for me, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Hogan ends up going across the road, go for the leg drop, but misses. Randy mm-hmm. gets out of the way. Uh, Liz then stops Hogan from using a foreign object yeah. that Hogan has managed to grab, but yeah. it doesn't matter. Ref bump. Referee is down. Randy Savage with a big old body slam drops the elbow. Nick Patrick is here. <laughs> so the referee gets knocked out. While he's not, while he's uh, knocked out, Nick Patrick and another referee come out yes. to, to take him to the back mm-hmm. and Guess who stays out of all of them? It's senior referee. Senior referee Nick Patrick. (laughs) He's there. Uh, Patrick goes to count the three, but he doesn't. Stops at two, feigning the neck. He's got got the cracked vertebrae. He he just got, he needs to warm up. He's not warm yet. Yeah, he's not warm. Everything's fine, you know. Savage pushes him down. What the hell? Hogan gets the weapon, tries to nail Macho, but nope. Macho says no. He ends up getting the weapon. Shot to the head. Uh, Macho then grabs hold of Ted DiBiase. Okay, mm. Ted DiBiase gets involved. The giant comes out. And the giant is pushing him around. Ends up slamming or, or choke slamming Savage on the floor as light as you possibly could. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Savage gets rolled back in. Hogan gets on top. One, two, three. Win. <laughs> and now... Uh- 
And after the match, <laughs> this is probably my favorite part of the match. No. So uh, uh, Hogan's knocked out because he 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 got hit with the with the yeah. object. Yes. So Big Show comes out with yeah, hey, this. Hey, hey, hey. The giant. <laughs> <laughs> the giant comes out with Thank this big much. like punch bowl. <laughs> Full of ice water uh, that he's bringing into the ring, and at this point, I'm not really sure what he was gonna he was gonna do with it because I was confused. I'm like, what the fuck is this a celebration? What's going on? Mm -hmm. But he brings in like this punch bowl full of ice water, ends up dropping half in the ring. Yeah. So I was like, what the fuck? What is the what 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 are we doing with this? So he ends up pouring the ice water on Hogan because Hogan was apparently knocked out. He was. And when he gets up, he's like, wait, well, what what happened? And they're like, no, you you won. You won. And he's like, oh, shit, I won. So that was hilarious. And Hogan begins with a, a serenade of himself. Puts himself over in the biggest way possible. He's the like, true king oh, of Hollywood. King of Hollywood. <laughs> king of wrestling. Nobody can beat him. Taking over WCW. Oh, he's bored. NWO's for life. Too sweet. Yada, yada, yada. And then... Bagpipes play. Can you hear it, John? Can you hear it? We're, we're playing it. We're playing it right now. And... Scotland the Brave. Um... My one thing about that moment... Yes. I hate how the crowd is like, who could it be? <laughs> <laughs> like the entire the bagpipes is hitting, and of course the the the, the commentators have to be like, oh, who could it be? But the crowd was legit like, who? Bagpipes? Who to be, I don't think they could hear the bagpipes you properly think? because I couldn't hear the bagpipes properly. I, I was I I was listening to the bagpipes, and I'm like, how do you guys not know who this is? <laughs> <laughs> I I don't think that he uses bagpipes. I really don't think. Okay, I'm glad that that's the case because yeah. I thought this crowd was just stupid. I could barely hear them. Like, okay, there was okay. some type of audio issue. I, I thought the the crowd was just losing their mind. I'm like, how do you not know what the bagpipes are? Uh, well, they uh, know what happens when Roddy Piper yeah. emerges. Walking like the old gunslinger. Like, he doesn't even look like he knows where he is. He looks like he's, <laughs> he literally looks like he's wandered in and just happens to see Hogan. <laughs> and his brain just clicks. Yeah, that's like, my enemy. Uh, <laughs> uh, a huge pop for Roddy Piper. Hogan is selling like he's seen a ghost. Like, yeah, he's rubbing yeah. his eyes. He's like, ah, ah. I love, I love Hogan. Piper. Uh, yes, Piper comes in here and he says, first and foremost, uh, he's come to break your monotony. Yeah. Come to break Hogan's monotony. Uh, Hogan says, you know, like, he's trying to backtrack. He's trying to save face a bit here. He's yeah. like, uh, you know, I, I, I was saying that I was the king of wrestling, but, you know, looking back on it, I, I mean, we were kind of running neck yeah. and neck in the 80s. And then Piper is like, you just shut up a minute, all right? <laughs> And not the, taking your bullshit. And I love that every time the giant would take a step forward, yeah. he's like, hey, hey, Sprout. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Sprout. Get back in that corner. This is not about you. Roddy Piper is not here to represent the WCW, the NWA, mm -mm. the SPCA, mm -mm. the SOB, mm -mm. although he can be one mean SOB <laughs> if he wants to be. Love that line. Yep. Uh, he calls Hulk Hogan Charlie Brown. Mm. He says... I am as big an icon in this industry as you are. Yep. He's a, also a multimillionaire. He also has the movies. A big Hollywood movie yeah. star. <laughs> he says, 
if they didn't hate me so much, would they have loved you so much? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and then here's the biggest one. I'm the only guy you've yep. never been able to beat. And <laughs> it's not you that made the people. It's the people um, here made you. Listen. There is one fire line after another, after another, <laughs> after another. Hogan. That, that, pe- that people's one, that, that one was tough. Yeah. It's the people here that made you. And then Hogan admits, admits to Piper. Maybe it was disingenuous, but he says, you're just as big a superstar as Hollywood Hogan. Mm. And they shake hands. And Roddy Piper goes to leave. He's leaving. Yeah. And, then- and Hogan says, when you go to the bathroom, you're supposed to squat in that one. Oh, Oh, them's are fighting words. And then they get back into the ring face to face. Hogan now delivers quite a good line. He says, maybe we need to have the war that didn't settle the score. I hated that line. Oh, you hated that? that. Oh, man. The war that didn't settle the score. (laughs) Piper comes in, fires back. Hot retort, I'm the reason you ain't got no hair. So what you gonna do about it? <laughs> and then I love that the 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 commentary team is like we we're running out of time. We gotta go. We gotta go. And the camera's cutting <laughs> while Piper is still talking. Piper's this still is talking. the second show we review yeah. that Piper has to get cut <laughs> off because he won't stop yeah. talking. Yeah. Um <laughs> But yeah, I mean, some fire lines here by Piper. And the crux of the story is this. If they didn't hate me so much, would they love you so much? The only guy you've never been able to beat. Mm-hmm. And of course, it's the people here that, that made you. you. Yep. And uh, I mean, even, even this one. I'm as big an icon as you are. Yeah. And I mean, you don't need much more than that. Listen, because at that at that point, you know everyone knows Hulk Hogan's legacy. So for you to be like, I'm I'm up there with you. Yeah, that that's that's saying something. Yeah, Piper walks in the old gunslinger, the old rebel, back for one more round. He sees Piper. He sees Hogan. He sees Hogan. He sees Piper on the marquee, and that's where we're heading. We're heading to Starcade 1996. Yes, brother. sir. We're heading to Starcade 96, but that was the show. That was Halloween Havoc 1996, and we have ourselves Match of the Night, Standout Star, and the show grade ahead of us. Let's do it. Match of the Night, Standout Star, and the overall show grade for our first foray into WCW. Just John, Match of the Night, give it to me. Match of the Night, Ray Dean. Hmm. <laughs> that one's a no-brainer. Yes. Uh, Amazing, amazing, amazing match. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, standout star. Uh, this this one was a tough one. Mm. This one was a real, real tough one because, like, if you look, if you run down the card, I don't want to say no one stood out. Yes. But I feel like everyone's sort of established. Like, this wasn't a pay-per-view for... Like, you know, like, Ray and Dean, like, Ray was amazing to me. Absolutely. But he lost. And yes. Dean 
like I don't know what's next for him yet. Mm-hmm. So it's like who who there stood out? Yes. Jeff Jarrett, the giant. Mm-hmm. You know, outsiders already established. I don't think they stood they they stand out that much. So I I I would honestly just have to go for like let's like the NWO as a whole. I guess all right, really all right. showing that like you know that they're running things in WCW. Yeah. Yes. Are you enjoying Ted DiBiase's promos? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) He's part of the NWO, man. I guess. I'm like a technicality, but no. No. And what is your overall show grade, sir? The first pay-per-view of WCW Review. 3.5 out of 5. I feel like great great, uh, pay-per-view. There wasn't any bad matches. Like, there were some slow matches, but there wasn't any really bad, bad matches. Yes. Um, yeah, so like a, a 3.5. Lovely, 3.5. lovely. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. Your turn, buddy. All right, yes. Give it to us. Okay, so the match of the night, the standout star that I have written here, I am no longer going to do. <laughs> because. Uh, for work rate alone, yes, match of the night is Dean and Rey Mysterio. Okay. Hands down, you need to go and watch that. Mm. However, I'm going to do that as my work rate match of the night. Okay. The match that I truly, truly, truly enjoyed, especially going back and reviewing everything, is the tag team title match, Outsiders versus Harlem Heat. Fair. So Fair. match of the night will go to them. And the standout star, however, is going to the man that made me laugh out loud. The man that was the most entertaining throughout the entire night. The no. entire time that I seen him. Hollywood Hogan. Fair. <laughs> With honorable mention... To the flabbuster himself, the American dream, Death the Rose, baby. Fair, fair. Yes, but, but Hollywood they're... Hogan, Hollywood Hogan needs to be my standout star. So we're in agreement, NWO. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Your match of the night is I'll NWO. Be... I will give it to you. And your standout star is from NWO. I will give it to you. <laughs> the outsiders look cool as fuck. Cool. Cool as cool. fuck. Cool. And the cool bad guy, I'm. It always grates on me a bit. Question. I, yes. Will we ever see another big, like another tag team like the Outsiders, like two big men, not like what we see now, where it's mm. like a a worker yeah. like, and a big man. Okay. Like I mean, two legit, you know, almost seven footers. Will we see another tag team like that, or is that something that's gonna be lost in time? I would imagine it's probably gonna be lost in time. Yeah. You might get, I, I think back to closest idea might be the authors of paint, but the difference there is, yes, they're big yeah, men, yeah. but they're not as capable as Hall and Nash. Yeah. And yeah. that's, that's what I think is a big difference that the charisma. Cause I feel like the last legit one would be brothers of destruction. Yes. 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 Uh, but yeah, current generation, I don't think we're ever going to see that again. That's Not funny. of the caliber of a Hall and Nash. No, the charisma no. was there. The work rate was there. The psychology was there. And they, even when you watch that tag match, it is something that is totally different from the WCW style. Mm-hmm. 
entirely different. They are on par with the cruiserweights in a different sort of way mm -hmm. because the Arn Anderson and Lex Luger, for example, that is a very WCW formulaic match. The, you have the story, you have the basic moves, you have the basic set. That's, That's yeah. You have Diamond Dallas Page and Eddie Guerrero. Shtick, little bit of panto, little, like, it's very WCW. Yeah. The outsiders come in and inject that WWF style and do it in that cool way that really makes it stand out. Like, the outsiders at points in that match were almost being worked over like baby faces. Yeah. They got hot tags like baby faces, yet they were still the heels. Yeah. And they were working with Harlem Heat, who outside of this NWL bubble are heels. <laughs> <laughs> with Sherry yeah. and Parker and that thing. So an amazing dynamic to yeah. manage to flow and intertwine with that so well. That's what makes them stand out more than any other tag team especially during that time period i don't care what anybody says because yeah, i feel and like i don't think that's going to be replicated yeah i feel like we've, we've seen enough of the sean michael diesel tag yeah. teams <laughs> yeah but i don't think we, we were ever going to see another like two legit big men mm -hmm. like that like, yeah that can work like that exactly Because i feel like we have big men in this era yeah but they can't yeah. they can't move like that because you have the giant kevin nash mm. and you have the smaller but jacked Scott Hall, yeah, right. Like, uh, I think Scott Hall is still like six six, yeah, like six five, six yeah. seven, something like, like that. The only reason he's a smaller guy is because the guy he's is, next to he's is seven, seven foot, foot, yeah, right. So it's like Jesus. Like, but you take you guys that are mash out of the out of the picture, and Scott Hall is a legit six six, yeah. six seven guy, See, huge guy. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. So I I doubt we're ever going to get that again. And, um, yeah, standout star is Hogan, um, mainly because of the character. Mm -hmm. Just, like... Hollywood, brother. He's so larger than life. Yeah. And he just explodes off the screen. It's unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, wrestling-wise, work rate-wise, Dean Malenko, 1,000% standout mm -hmm. star. Mm -hmm. For his ability to take the technical prowess, intertwine that with the lucha libre, and make that look beautiful. But Hogan is on a different set of spectrum. Yeah. There's a reason that he's in the main event. There's a reason that he was on top. And there was a, like, it just, watching this match and how stupid it was. <laughs> yeah. But just watching it all click. And as you said, it's like a final boss, a final big time comic book yeah. villain. <laughs> like it's like the Joker getting his ass beat by Batman for ten minutes. But then he he finds a way to yeah. just win at, at, yeah. in the end. Like he gets the Titan henchman. <sighs> Bane comes in for the save. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, again. It's like like he he was trapped in this character that he had yeah. to do and then when he got to be a heel they were like yeah. hey chains are off buddy exactly you get to just exactly go crazy and hogan pounced on it <laughs> hogan capitalized on it and the injection of roddy piper now and the roles reversed mm -hmm. as the old timer baby face the beloved legend yep and the 
cowardly, ultimate villain, Hulk Hogan. They are on a collision course together. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of stuff that's coming in between this. And it makes for a very interesting ride um, till we get um, to Starcade. Yeah. Um, and, and if Hogan continues this character on the way to Starcade, like I believe he does, we're in for a very entertaining time, sir. Uh, show grade. The show grade for me is four stars. There Fair. is a ton to like about this show. Mm-hmm. Seriously. I don't think we talk about 96 <laughs> Halloween <laughs> Havoc enough. I really don't think we do. <laughs> This show has so much on it mm-hmm. that's actually such a so good. Mm-hmm. The opener, an unbelievable match. The Arn Anderson Lex Luger, very competent match, very good. And, and the thing as well, it's Hall of Famer after Hall of Famer yeah. after Hall of Famer. Mm-hmm. I don't think we might have to to re like look back at the at the rosters that that we've uh, yeah. seen, but I think this is like the first pay-per-view that i feel like almost every person in it is a hall of famer yeah pretty much because well i don't think dean malenko no is no ray mysterio is definitely going to be in the hall of fame yeah booker t's in the hall of fame Mm -hmm. uh scott hall yeah nash hogan savage piper savage yeah commentary team is in the hall of fame except for tony Diamond Dallas Page, like this Eddie is Guerrero. This like, is like, yeah, you know the who's who yeah. of wrestling. And at this time, it is the greatest collection of 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 a varied roster, mm-hmm. where you have the work rate, the luchadors, mm-hmm. the cruiserweight action. You have the established mid card and upper mid card and mm-hmm. horseman DDP Luger. And then you have the big main event talent of the NWO and the Savage and the Piper. Mm-hmm. So you have the collection of who's who. You have everything for everybody on a completely the full scale. Anything that you want, you can find on a two hour edition of Nitro. And that's what puts them ahead. Mm-hmm. That's what puts them in the lead. And that's what makes this time specifically so juicy to get back into. Because yeah. we could look at Hogan and Piper in 85 and 84, but there was no conclusion. Mm-hmm. Because no man was willing to lose to the other. <laughs> no man was willing to lay down. Yeah. In this case, someone will lay down. Someone will lose. And it's not who you expect. And it's not how you expect it either. It's going to be a wild ride, buddy. This is a good one. So, I mean, the next episode that we have on tap, it was going to be World War III. But we have a stop in between. We have an NWO member to reveal. Okay. And Rowdy Roddy Piper is the man that does it. It is the night that Eric Bischoff comes out as the leader of the NWO. Oh, no. As Roddy Piper manages to get to the bottom of it. He cracks it. He cracks the case. So that is the Monday Nitro that we are going to be looking at before we get to World War III and the contract signing. So this is when all the craziness starts going down. Oh, indeed. Oh, boy. Yes, we have a very significant, (laughs) a very significant Monday Nitro. We need to cover that. Then we are going to get a 60-man battle royal. 
we are going to get Nick Patrick versus Chris Jericho. Well, I didn't know we were doing punishment episodes. <laughs> <laughs> How we were done with those. I told you. We are going to have some oh, good, boy. some bad, and some downright ugly. <laughs> I did oh. not lie to you, sir. So next on the docket is Monday Nitro. And um, yeah, we are on the road to Starcade 96, baby. The biggest show that WCW has to offer. So... Oh. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode, episode number 17 of the Colossal Tussle Podcast. Where can they find us, Just John? You can find us on Twitter at the Colossal Tussle One. Find us on YouTube at the Colossal Tussle, uh, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, Google Podcast, Amazon, all that shit, Audible. Yes. Just search up the Colossal Tussle and you'll see you'll see us. Yes. You'll see that amazing logo. Exactly. <laughs> and 17 fantastic episodes on the docket as well. Yep. Yes, you can find us individually, of course, uh, at Ferone36 yes, on Instagram. Sir. At Director KJ on Instagram. You can hit me up at, uh, on the DMs. On the DMs, even. All right. Come on now. Facebook. Keenan McKenna. Find me on a personal level. <laughs> On the DMs. On the oh, DMs. Lord. You know, hit me up on the down low on the DMs. All you right? are secretly 75 years old. Yeah, <laughs> There's no secret about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, on Twitter, make sure you guys, you know, go there and, and, yes. and you know, let's discuss some wrestling. Let's, yes. You know. Always hit us with some feedback. Mm -hmm. F uh, hit us even with some suggestions about storylines that you might like to have covered. Yep. We're always open to it. Always open to the feedback, the love, mm -hmm. the comments. Thank you so much for the people that have listened, that have commented, uh, all that good stuff. We hope that you are enjoying us because mm -hmm. uh, we are certainly having a good time ourselves. Until next we meet on Monday Nitro. We are out!